What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of Treadmill Talk. Let's get into it. Awesome. Well, welcome back everyone. Treadmill Talk, episode 39. We are kicking things off. We're on the heels of the Super Bowl, so if anybody watched the Super Bowl, um, you know, it's a big festivity. Some people watch the Usher concert where they happen to be playing football. It all depends on, you know, your, your love for the game or lack of love for the game. But I love the fact that there's something inspiring about the Super Bowl. Whether you have your teams in the game uh, and you're just like really rooting for them to bring home the ship, or if you're thinking about like, I don't really care who's in the game, I just like the festivities and the activities of being at a Super Bowl party, hanging out with my friends, or whatever the case may be. If you're like me and really hoping that the commercials get better, it all depends. But the Super Bowl in and of itself is like a major, major thing. And whether, like I said, your team was in the game or they weren't, there's a lot of uh, emotions that are tied to that, right? To, to your team being in the Super Bowl, or if you're betting on the game, or anything like that. And it's always interesting to see the type of person who's either really invested in the game because they're betting on it, or the person who's invested because their team is in it, and all those people who also think that they're, uh, you know, professional athletes that like to criticize uh, how the game is being played, right? Potentially on the play calling or something that was stupid in terms of a timeout or, you know, why would you run this play and only if you did this. So it, it starts to string up a lot of emotions for people. And where I'm going with this is like, they become very critical of how that game is being played and they become very critical of those who are actually in it. And uh, it brings around this theme and the theme is brought about by um, a famous speech by Theodore Roosevelt, uh, which has been dubbed the man in the arena. And it's something to say, and I think we can learn about this experience. If you haven't read the speech, um, I would really encourage you to go uh, read into it. It's very long, but there's a lot of touch points that really resonate with like this idea of being critical, right? Or having uh, and an opinion about those who are doing the work and in the arena. And it's really talking about like, it's not the critic who counts. And I really encourage everybody to kind of go read it if you haven't before. But why this comes up in conversation is because most people lose sight that the fact that they are the hero in their own arena, right? Where you are in life, uh, with, with, with like your, your goals that you want to hit, with your career, the relationships that you're in or you're trying to you know, build upon. You're the hero in your own arena. And even if you're not playing a sport and you can't really associate what I'm saying to a sport or anything like that or business and or a career, you understand that there are also people who are on the outside who are always critical of what you do, right? The critic who wants to oppose what you're doing, or who always wants to uh, say something about your approach. And I think that resonates with a lot of people with respect to health and fitness and their goals about it, right? Let's talk about like health and fitness goals. Uh, we also always understand that if you're uh, an entrepreneur, if you're within business, uh, there's tons of people with an opinion 
about what you should do or how you should do it, even if those people, those very people, haven't done it themselves or they haven't done it before. Now, why is that important? I think it's important to grasp the concept of like, you know, you're your own hero, right? And sometimes taking constructive criticism from those who have done it, right? Those who have, you know, built a business or those who are, you know, professional coaches that can lead me to the promised land, right? Taking constructive criticism from those people whose opinions I value and they have the knowledge and the know-how and experience to get me to where I want to be. And there's a difference between the people who would never take that step and be that person in the arena, right? The person who will never go to the gym, but yet criticizes how crazy you are for going to the gym, right? The person who would never open a business and yet criticizes your business idea, right? And especially with respect to health, like, you know, the beginning of the year, we're trying to gain some momentum. And you show up to a Super Bowl party and you're like, hey, maybe I want to be on my game and I don't want to eat unhealthy or I don't want to be gluttonous. And somebody's quick to say, like, don't be a Debbie Downer. Don't be negative. Like, enjoy yourself. Meanwhile, that person is probably overweight and that person is pushing you to do something because yet they have no confidence nor the experience because they've never done it. They've never put themselves in the arena, right? I sum that all up to say, like, reading um, the, the speech, right, the man in the arena, it's, it's a call to action, um, but it's really to embrace challenges, right? The lessons that we learn through failure and the importance of, like, productive engagement um, so this way we can all make progress, right? We can fail, but as long as you learn from that failure, uh, that's the most important part. So this way you can keep going. Not just meet someone with criticism, meet someone with an opinion, and hope that like, they're supposed to make some change, right? Or they're supposed to just get it, right? So this theme kind of resonated with me, especially talking about on the heels of the Super Bowl, because we criticize like, that game all the time, like the plays that are being called, how it's being coached, um, you know, as if we're in that game, right? As if we understood the sacrifices and the things that it took to get there. And sure, if you, uh, you know, went semi-pro in your head or you're a professional player in your head uh, or uh, in fantasy league, you may think that you're qualified to have an opinion. However, it doesn't exactly uh, stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with those who are actually in the arena. So why is it important, right? I think understanding, like, how to face or face criticism with your health, uh, health goals, your pursuits that you want to have you know, if you were one of those New Year's Eve resolutioners and you're still trying to gain some momentum. Here we are six weeks into the new year and it's one of the biggest celebrated social events. It's like, yo, what are we doing for the Super Bowl? And you will show up to a Super Bowl party. You will be met with, you know, your body weight and barbecue and desserts and all this other stuff. And in your head, you're like, damn, I really don't want to do this. I definitely don't want to eat like that, or I definitely don't want to mess up something that you know, I've been really working hard to stay on track with. And yet, we would get met with criticism. So I really want you to kind of understand that that is one part of the equation, criticism. You are the person in the arena, therefore you are the person that's going to be criticized. Whether you do something about that, right? Like, uh, I stick to my 
standards or I stick to um, my structure and my routine or you succumb to that, right? Because for some people, uh, it's too much to feel that criticism. It's too much to be the outsider or be looked at indifferently and that, that weighs on people, right? It might be the reason why you self-sabotage for the fear of like what other people may say, think and do and believe after you do that thing that you're looking for. So we have to understand like it's not really the opinions that truly matter, it's all the things that we want to do while we're in that struggle, right? And, and the cri criticism kind of comes with that. So the first thing that I really want to talk about is like recognizing your own arena. You are the hero in your story. I said it before, I'll say it again. Relative to you, whoever is watching, whoever is listening, your life is the hardest life, right? Like, and what I mean by that is like you're stressed, you're overworked, you probably don't get enough sleep. No one understands how hard your story is uh, or how challenging your story is to overcome the obstacle, how little time you have to do X, Y, Z, or about your priorities, right? Um, so you have to recognize your own arena. You're playing in this arena that no one else fully understands, right? Your priorities, your responsibilities, the lack of time, your commitments, but yet we are somewhat influenced and thrown off when somebody has an opinion uh, that almost seems negative, almost seems arbitrary, which is almost unsolicited at times. They have an opinion and it forces us to kind of be shaken a little bit. This is your arena. No one else knows what it took to get here. No one else knows what it takes to stay here and operate here. So with that criticism, you can't get knocked off your game, right? Pursue your dreams, your aspirations, and you gotta keep on staying true to what you believe. Again, if you are seeking constructive criticism or feedback from someone whose opinion you do value, that's a different story, right? Your arena is open to suggestions or uh, you know, constructive criticism and opinions uh, of those who are going to get you better, not the ones that are just meant to rain on your parade, right? So you will face challenges and you will face critics along the way. Um, with respect to business, right, there's so many, let's call it, uh, ideas that may come to light, right? Like when you think about, hey, this might be a good business opportunity or this might be something that I'm thinking about doing or opening. We see it firsthand where people are really opposed to that, especially some, in some cases people who would never open up a business or never take that risk because they're too afraid of themselves, uh, in it of themselves, and therefore they project that, right? So your arena could be your boardroom. Your arena could be the entrepreneurial landscape. You have to recognize what your arena is. The doubt of others um, shouldn't make you question your decisions. That's the reason why you're doing it, right? The doubt of others shouldn't make you question your decisions. Um, and to be successful with your fitness or your entrepreneurial and business pursuits, well, it's going to require risks uh, and it's going to require you facing that criticism. So identifying with your arena early on or identifying with your boundaries within your arena if you're just getting started, especially, like I said, within health and fitness, but obviously with business, 
identifying your boundaries within your arena is also going to be important in the grand scheme of things, right? So how do we shift our perspective? Um, you have to know how to think differently if you want a different outcome. And if you are limited by your perspective based off of the things that you've always done, it will be hard, it will be challenging. Meaning, if you didn't evolve as you go, right? If you didn't evolve as you like made progress, like mentally, your perspective can be your limiting factor, right? Your skills may have evolved, your business may have evolved in terms of like, you know, the KPIs and the things that you measure. But if you didn't mentally evolve, your perspective may be your limiting factor, may eventually be your blind spot, right? So we have to understand like, okay, how can I shift my perspective so this way I don't get limited by what other people think, I don't get limited by what other people potentially say, especially in the form of criticism? Well, I think the first part of that is like having those clear intentions, uh, not intentions, uh, boundaries, right, with the people that you let in your arena, right? Um, so it's super important to talk about how we continue to shift our perspective um, when we're facing criticism because as you continue to grow, as you continue to build, you'll notice the bigger you get, the more criticism you face. No one cares about you when you're losing. No one cares about you when you, know, you didn't open the business and you're not winning and it's still an idea on paper. No one cares about those things until the action is actually taken. Uh, same thing that goes for no one cares about you if you're just thinking about getting in the gym. But man, the moment you get in the gym and you start being a little bit more disciplined or focusing on your nutrition, people now have an opinion, right? And we have to be aware that that's coming down the pipe, right? So you have to focus on your journey, right? Instead of dwelling on the opinions, focus on your progress and your growth. We say it all the time, you have to celebrate the small wins, right? That is gonna give you the mental perspective shift that you need, right? Because now I'm starting to not only make this growth, but I'm able to look back and see how far I've come every time I get a win. And that is gonna help you mentally know that whatever that person says, whatever that person believes, and whatever unsolicited opinion that they had, it doesn't matter, right? They, they, they are not in your arena. They just simply have an opinion, right? So to sum it up, there's a lot of things that knowing as you evolve, as you get better, that you could plan for. And I think the tangible takeaways will resonate with you. So if you want to jot these down, save it, I think it's gonna be important over time. And some of these you'll hear are kind of um, on par with what we've spoken about before, right? With whether it's with respect to boundaries, being clear on what you want, but you're gonna notice that there's a theme, right? The more systems uh, I can almost incorporate uh, it's almost like insulation to me, right? I can insulate myself from the things that don't matter, the things that kind of steal my focus, uh, and again, even the negative criticism that I may face. Um, so the first part is uh, setting clear goals, right? You gotta define what success looks like with respect to you. And I see this with respect to people with health and fitness all the time, obviously with my clients. But I also get some of that information from uh, 
my, my clients who are in business, right? And I understand that they are clear on what success looks like. It is not arbitrary, right? It is not get fitter or get healthier or lose some weight, right? Or like we need to have some more specificity behind what success looks like, right? Grow 10% by next quarter, right? Like those things are specific, clear goals on what I need to achieve, right? So that's gonna help, that's the first tip to help you shift your mindset, right? And thrive in your arena. Step two, uh, uh, tip number two is just stay resilient, right? Um, people think when they think about resiliency, it's almost like your ability to just drown out all the noise. Um, and one part of that is, I think, drowning out the noise. But I think the, the second part is to like, you're going to, if you can mentally go through a rep in advance, right? I'm not saying to be fearful, and I'm not saying to cause yourself anxiety by thinking too far ahead. But if you can go through a mental rep of like, hey, well, I know when I do this, I'm going to get that. Meaning, I know when I come up to that stoplight, it's going to be blinking, and I need to go either right or I need to go left, right? In my head, I've kind of made up the decision before I got there that I need to go right, right? Because it's probably the fastest way there. Same thing applies to fitness, uh, obviously your, your nutrition, and with respect to business. Like if you can go through a mental rep before you've gotten to that light, your decision's kind of already made. And with being resilient, if you think about like, hey, I'm going to a social environment and some people are gonna have some stupid ass jokes or some, something that's just really gonna rub me the wrong way, you can run through that mental rep in your head so this way when Bob makes a you know, stupid joke but Bob doesn't work out, I'm, I'm okay with it, right? Like, it's Bob we're talking about. It's not like out of nowhere, right? And I think being resilient is drowning it out, knowing it and expecting it, but almost like mentally planning for it, right? I'm going to expect that to happen. Uh, tip number three to shift your mindset is definitely to surround yourself with support, right? So why not hang out, be around, surround yourself with people who are more like you slash people you aspire to be like, right? So with respect again to health and fitness, like you wouldn't always surround yourself with people who want to go to the buffet. You wouldn't surround yourself with people who only want to do unhealthy things and have unhealthy tendencies because it's going to just rub you the wrong way. There's going to be some level of resentment because you don't like what they like and they don't like that you don't like what they like, so they feel judged. So there's a big issue there, right? You have to surround yourself with uh, a good support system, but things that you aspire to be more like. And I feel like that may be challenging, especially later in your adult life, where your friends are kind of like already set. So if you're getting into something health and fitness oriented, like you're not necessarily finding all the people who are like-minded, however, the same place that you come to, i.e. the gym, or the app that you use, or the training place that you go to, there are more like-minded like people. Those people really want to be better. They really are aspiring to have better health outcomes and potentially work on their nutrition and so on and so forth. So that is in and of itself like a Petri dish for people who are like you, right? And want to be better. And you might be on you know, chapter one, page one, and some people might be on Chapter 10, you know, chapter 20, because they've been doing it for so long. So why not 
surround myself and associate myself with people who have something that I kind of want, right? So surround yourself with support. Uh, focus on the progress and not perfection, right? This one is really stemming from that all or nothing, right, uh, mindset. And this can be one of the biggest, most profound changes you make once you make that mental shift. Because focusing on all or nothing is only going to lead you to potentially negative uh, outcomes or results, right? Uh, you're going to probably resent some of the things that you're doing because it's going to feel more um, like it's forced upon you rather than something that you feel like proud about. And then you're going to burn out much faster because trying to operate at a perfectionist level all the time requires way more time than the average human has, way more diligence and support than the average human has, and uh, that would mean that you have the technical know-how to achieve something that you never achieved before prior to knowing it, right? So that doesn't make sense either. So focus on progress, not perfection. How do you focus on progress and not the perfection? Well, it's the same uh, example that I gave before. Like every time you get to these small wins, you celebrate them, right? It doesn't have to be a party, it doesn't have to be a parade, but you celebrate the small wins, right? So maybe I didn't lose weight, you know, if I'm on, you know, really trying to dial into my nutrition this week. But what I did do was stay on track for six or seven days, and I know that I was unaffected by the social environment that I was in, where I could have been derailed, or um, I really held off on this craving when, you know, I thought I really wanted this or needed this. That's a small win in and of itself. Now, the scale might not reflect, you know, the weight loss that you expected from being so diligent, but yet we've developed another skill, right? Willpower and also some restraint around some of those uh, key moments that we'll potentially experience again, right? So celebrate those small wins. Uh, the last one is be patient slash um, self-compassion for yourself, right? So you have to be compassionate with yourself. You have to give yourself some grace. I feel like we are our, our own worst critic. And if I'm using the same logic from the man in the arena and the speech and criticizing those who are doing the work, well, if we're so critical about every step that we take, then it's almost like we live up or we try and make ourselves live to an unrealistic expectation or standard. And understanding that no standard is that rigid, right? Well, very few standards are that rigid, shall I say, right? Like, so there's a certain level of like grace and compassion you need to have for yourself as you get better, right? You can't be your only, uh, you can't be your limiting factor, right? You can't get to these certain levels and then be your own worst enemy because it's going to only be your detriment, right, in the, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, and depending on the level that you get to, it might harm others, right? Because you might not be fun to be around, or you might be responsible for a lot of other people's livelihood, right? So how you treat yourself is super important to your long-term growth, because it's not just achieving the result, it's more times than not keeping the result, right? So in business, it's not about like, you know, making the sale, it's continuing to make sales. It's, con it's not like opening up your doors, but it's maybe continuing to build upon the business that you already have, right, and keeping that over time. Same thing goes with our fitness and our nutrition. It's not about eating the one meal right or working out that one time. It's being able to say that you did it for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, right? So keeping those results are more important than getting them, right? 
or you know, then you end up like having to restart the whole process. So those are my five tips to have you, uh, or help you, shall I say, make a mental mindset, uh, mind shift set. Mind shift. Yeah, I messed that up. But you get what I mean, right? Mindset shift. Um, because perspective is everything, right? Especially what you think someone's outside opinion has about you. And to criticize the amount of work that you're doing um, just because it's something that they're not doing, right? Or it's a, they're in an environment in which you know, they think they know the right answers or the better approach or whatever. Just being very critical about what it is you're doing and how you're doing it. So as you navigate the arena of life, remember that you're, you are your own hero of your own story. So embrace the challenges, face critics with confidence, and continue striving towards your goals. And that's what I mean with unwavering determination, right? Like, you can't be thrown off, you can't be derailed. You are the person in the arena, and your journey is worth every sacrifice. So guys, until next time, thanks for checking us out here on Treadmill Talk. See you next week.